You are listening to the We Are Better Men podcast. Views and opinions expressed on the Better Men podcast are those of the host. Viewer discretion is advised. A couple years ago, I went to this mentorship retreat. Not as a mentee, but as a mentor, as a a senior leader. I hadn't been a part of the program before, um, but I had engaged with them. And... Through talking with the stuff that I was working on, the 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 head of this organization out east uh, invited me to come and be a part of the program and mentor. Basically, what the program does is it's a not-for-profit. It's actually a charity. It works with young boys and men um, who are struggling in life, and a lot of these these kids are, you know, they they come from single family homes where you know it's typically just their mom they don't have a dad in their life um went through some abuse maybe with their father uh just had disconnected fathers just a a ton of different variety of issues but it kind of all derives from the fact that they're they're boys and they're struggling with with being able to to communicate or kind of understand why they feel the way they do um, and then, you know, as we know, the statistics, a lot of not so great things happen to boys when they grow into men without a good ho- uh, head on their shoulders or at least some sort of moral compass guiding them that they, they gained from the right type of, I'm watching how I word this cause I, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. Um, but the right type of influence. So. Anyways, I, I, you know, it was a weekend away. I hadn't really, you know, I hadn't been away from my kid for that long. I hadn't been away for that long, really, other than vacations with family. Um, so I, I flew across the country and took part of this thing. And it was bizarre. Yeah, you know, I'd never been a part of anything like it. Um, you know, the first thing I get there, there was like a, a ritual where they, you see, is there sage burning or something? I don't know what it was, but it, it was some hippie shit and not what I'm used to. Um, not, it opened my eyes to a a lot of stuff, but anyways, it was, it was crazy. I mean, it was amazing. It was probably one of the most amazing weekends of my life, but it was crazy. And it was, it was things that I'd never been a part of before. So through this, we, we talked about masks and, you know, I had done a lot of reading, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there and there's a, a couple good books on the masks we wear and things like that, that basically talk about the the psychological things we do in regards to wearing not physical masks. So we, we put masks on to, to shield people from perceiving or thinking certain things of us or even internally <clears throat> to, to help us believe something or think something of ourselves. And one of the first things I had to do was you know I, I think there was about 50 total uh 30 kids 20 leadership including the the people running it something like that there was a lot of us there in, in this rural it was like a a, fl- a flight to a major city in Canada and then a two and a half hour I had to rent a car and then two and a half hours into the woods to go hang out with a bunch of dudes I never met before um it was different for me 
But anyways, so one of the first things we had to do was, you know, after the, 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 the sage burning or whatever it was that was burning, and we had to do some weird stuff. Uh, I, I shouldn't say that. It's, it wasn't weird stuff. We had to, like, introduce ourselves and, 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 you know, talk about fears and things like that. But one of the, the first things we had to do was put on this mask. We had to pick a mask, and we had to put on this mask. And then we had to say something about our childhood that we believe impacted us. Um, either in a, in a negative way, and you know, we started talking about who we became as we go, grew older, and you know, especially in those teenage years, they're so instrumental in in the man that you're going to become. Now, you know, there's a lot of research and and there's a lot of data that proves that, you know, years zero to like seven are probably the most critical in terms of developing your moral compass um, and a lot of other uh, psychological attributes and things like that. The the, the infancy to, to early childhood is super important. So if you're a father, make sure you take that. But the teenage years in terms of becoming the man that you're going to become are instrumental. And we talked a lot about that. And, and wearing masks and the masks that we wear are basically to fraudulently project or portray ourselves in a way that we know isn't us. For me, it was being a tough guy. I Anybody who knows me knows I'm the softest guy you'll ever meet. I got the biggest heart, you know, especially in my younger years, tearing up in happiness or sadness was not uncommon for me. Um, you know, anxiety around taking care of people or, or making sure that people don't think, didn't think negative things of me, you know, it's ironic because that can actually flip on you. And if you have that type of anxiety over those types of things, if somebody finds that out, they can take, they can take advantage of that, which has happened and did happen. But, but mine was a tough guy, you know, big, I was a big dude, you know, being big and strong was, was a go-to, um, and my mask was that I was a thug. I was a tough guy, and especially in my late teens and early twenties. I quickly got over that in my in my twenties. But you know, a good ten years of my life, I was trying to be something I wasn't. And you know, you, I remember looking, having conversations with people that really knew me, and they'd look at me like they didn't really know who they were talking to because of the things I was saying and things I were doing. I was doing, but. So anyway, so we put these masks on and we had to talk about that and then we took the mask. So the, the kids had never seen us before. You know, we came in with these masks on and we told them about our lives and then we took our masks off and they looked at us in the face and there was all this conversation about like really looking at each other and like don't, you know, not don't just look, like actually look at somebody, look at their eyes when they're talking to you and especially when it's about hard conversation and start to like really look at who they actually are beyond the mask that we wear um so it was a i mean in the end of it it was an it was a really interesting weekend it it changed my life for sure it, it definitely helped with the work and the space i'm doing or the space i'm in now with with all this 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 mental health work or, or relating to men and things like that i'm i'm super interested in the in 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 how childhood and fatherhood or lack thereof shapes us into who we become as men not not let alone fathers but just men um so the the idea of a mask just to 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 not get too straight here 
not to stray too far off here, is that we all wear masks every day. You put when you get up in the morning and you head out, you put a mask on. You put a mask on in your car when you're driving. You put a mask on when a police officer pulls you off over for speeding. You put on a mask when you're when you're on a date with a woman for the first time. You put on a mask in an interview at work. You put on a mask with your kids. You put on a mask everywhere. Pieces of those masks, some of those some pieces of those masks are who you are. They 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 do represent who you are, but a lot of them don't. And see, this is the thing that women have figured out. And, you know, that's the reality. Women, a lot of w- brilliant women have figured out that they don't need to wear masks. They can be who they are, the good and the bad, take it or leave it. And that's why you see all these empowered women, you know, on social media. And if you talk to them, and, and a lot of them in the feminist movement are just like, fuck you. If you don't like who I am, I don't give a shit. You know, when my when the time of the month comes around and I'm a bitch, that's who I am. That's a part of me. That's what I am. That's what I do. And they're just like, if you don't dig it, get the hell out of here. And as men, we're 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 still not there. We we still don't get it. Like, dude, you watched a movie and you cried. It's okay. <laughs> it like you're a human being. You don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to hide it. Why? If you really think about it, like, does does it really mean that you're weak because you're sensitive? No, it doesn't. In fact, if anything, if you lean into your emotions and you embrace them and you talk about them, I think that's stronger than anything. Try taking off your mask with someone, with one person in your life. This recently happened for me. Um, and, but I've tried to do it as much as I can, but you know, you always hold back, but try to take off your mask with one person that you trust. And if you've been through a lot of shit, I know that that's hard. Finding one person to trust, even family members after you've been through a lot of stuff is, is hard, but find one person and just commit to telling them what you feel and what you think when you feel and think it. I mean, don't be disrespectful. But tell them how you feel and, and what you think. And just commit just one person and just try it. And see what happens. Take off the mask with one person. 